Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Alrighty guys, welcome back to the show. We are so excited to have you. This is part two to our recent relationship series that we started last week. Last week, we gave you three questions to ask pretty much on a first or second date. I would lean towards a first date. I think that we need to have meaningful conversation the first date. You need to ask very crucial and important questions, just getting to know them. And hopefully you've been able to hear their testimony. You've Mm -hmm. been able to share your testimony with them. And I think that those are the things God calls us to prioritize as you enter into a relationship. Hopefully, he's led a little bit in the conversation. That's something that I definitely would want to see as a girl entering into a relationship. I would want to see him leading in that and asking meaningful questions and just initiating that time where you can share openly and be Mm -hmm. honest with each other. I think that's important to anybody, any guy or girl in any kind of relationship. I think that that is what matters to people on first and second dates, especially just getting to know one another. And obviously, it's going to depend if you've been friends before that or if you're just meeting and getting to know one another. So that will definitely be different for every couple as you enter into a relationship. But hopefully, the conversation was meaningful and you were able to get to know them a little better. And then if that is the case, these are the questions that we would encourage you to ask yourself. Mm -hmm. Maybe you'd want to journal through them and just kind of write them down and think through them, take a couple days to just examine and think back on the conversation and what you guys talked about and what questions he asked you and what questions you were able to ask him and what the answers were and how genuine it was and if you felt like you could be honest and share. Obviously, I'm talking from a girl's perspective. So, if you're a guy listening, obviously, it's going to be the opposite. But hopefully, that is the case. And these are the questions that we're going to give you. But before we get into the questions, I want Maddie to just go over a couple things. Our social media stuff, our Spotify playlist, because Mm -hmm. that's something we haven't plugged in a little while. So, go ahead and share a little bit of that, and then we'll get into these questions. Okay, so we have created a Spotify playlist, as Lily mentioned. We are really excited about this because Mm -hmm. I know that we're looking for good playlists with, like, good worship music that is good for your quiet time or to listen to in the car. You know, I think that Christian music can sometimes get a bad rap as being, Mm -hmm. like, boring, but we have some really great worship songs that we have loved and that have been important to us in that playlist. So, we're excited for you to look at that. It's a few hours long, so you can listen to it over the course of a couple days. We will continue adding songs to the playlist. Don't forget to check out the blog and the new blog posts that we have been posting recently. We've had some really great ones. I know I always say that and I'm biased, (laughs) but... (laughs) There have been some really good ones recently, so make sure to go check that out. There is a link in the description of every one of our podcast episodes that make it super easy for you to go to the blog and to find all our other social media pages where we have been doing a lot of different things, especially on Instagram, on Mm -hmm. our Instagram stories and uh, different posts and different things. So be sure to go and check that out as well. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of extra stuff on our Instagram page specifically, a lot of posts besides blog posts and stuff. Obviously, we share that all with you guys over there on Instagram, but a lot of different just life updates and things that we're up to, some updates on the ministry center, things like that. So, definitely be sure to go look at that and connect with us there. 
Okay, guys, so let's get into these questions to ask yourself after a first or second date, just starting into the relationship. And question one that obviously is going to be our first question and anything you guys hear us talk about regarding relationships is, are they a genuine Christian? That is absolutely key. After your first and second date, hopefully you have a really good idea on if they are genuine in their faith and they have a personal relationship with Christ, Mm -hmm. not just a, hey, I go to church on Sundays and Wednesdays and I really enjoy it and I go because of my family or I kind of have the same faith as my parents, like because they're Christians, I'm a Christian and that kind of thing. You want to make sure that they have a personal relationship with Christ and that they know him for themselves. That is so important. And hopefully you can say the same for yourself. You know, if you're listening to this episode and and you're a guy or girl who's being asked this question, you should have a response to it. You should be able just in how you talk and what you're talking about and the conversation and how you're acting and how you're treating that person that you're dating hopefully it all resembles Christ and it points back to him and who he is and his character. So you should definitely be able to explain that and show that to the person that you're dating. So both of you should be reflecting Christ and his character and showing that to one another. And you shouldn't be like, well, maybe he's a Christian. Maybe he's saved. I think he came to Christ. Mm -hmm. It should be, I know he did. He shared his story with me. She shared her story with me, her salvation story. I believe it. I believe that they were honest with me about it number one thing for me. And if they can't answer that and they're not showing that to me, then I'm probably not going to continue. Well, there's no probably about it. I won't continue to date someone that doesn't have a personal relationship with Christ and can't explain it to me in a heartfelt and genuine way. Mm -hmm. And all of these questions kind of go together. So, the first question leads right into the second question, Mm -hmm. which is, do their actions match their words? And this is just like Lily was saying, if you can't see that they love Jesus, that they're trying to serve him, trying to make him their number one priority, which obviously this comes with watching them interact with other people Mm -hmm. and just watching them live life. So this is something that I think you should continue to ask yourself as you go through a relationship. Do his actions, her actions match their words. Mm -hmm. Because this is something that is very, very crucial, especially because if they are functioning in light of scripture and in light of what the Lord commands us to do, which we mentioned in last week's episode, there is going to be evidence of that in their everyday lives. And that is going to impact every area of your life together. If you get married, if you have kids Mm -hmm. throughout your dating relationship. So that is also a very important question to ask. Do his actions match his words? Does he act different around certain people? Does Mm -hmm. he act like a good Christian kid when he's around church people and then acts like a party animal around Mm -hmm. his friends? Or does he maintain pretty much the same temperament and is always a good example and a leader in the specific situations he or she is in? I think that this is an incredibly good question to continue asking yourself because it also forces you to actually look at what they're doing and you Mm -hmm. can't necessarily uh, exaggerate. We just had a motorcycle go by. 
Excuse I'm that. sure y'all heard that. Yeah. You can't necessarily exaggerate the actions that he is taking in his everyday life. If you're mm-hmm. trying to be honest with yourself and say, okay, I want to really know if he is a genuine Christian, then this is definitely one of the things to look at in order to answer that first mm-hmm. question. Yeah. I don't think you can answer that one immediately either. Mm-mm. Like you just said, I think it's an ongoing thing and you just kind of have to watch them in the environment that they're in when they're at home with their family. How are they treating their family? That kind of thing. So you definitely have to just continue watching and being observant in the different areas and environments you guys find yourselves in. The verse that we really loved for this one was 1 John 3.18, and it says, Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. So this goes back to his actions, right? Not just, or her actions, sorry. I keep saying that from their a girl's perspective. Actions. Their we actions. Gotta get the yeah. pronouns there right, you know. <laughs> and I think that anybody can say anything, right? Anybody can say they're a Christian. Mm -hmm. Anybody can talk the talk of the church and and of faith and that kind of thing. But it really boils down to who they are and how they act. And that's going to naturally come out over time. Like you may be able to fake it for one or two dates here, Mm -hmm. but past that, who are they really? And who are they showing you that they are? And and does that matter? Like, does that affect their relationship with Christ? Are they representing him in a good way or is it kind of iffy and you're not really sure about it? Definitely a great question. Okay. The next question is, are they teachable and humble? This is a crucial one to ask y'all. Yeah. So many people let pride ruin not only their relationship with Christ, but also their relationships with others. And pride is like cancer, okay? It spreads. It doesn't just stay in one little spot of of your life. It spreads and it affects every single thing that you do, that you say, who you meet, um, your friendships, your family, relationships, everything. It, it affects everything. And I think that people quite often let pride go unnoticed and just kind of like, okay, it's okay. They're not, you know, they're not being mean. They're not doing anything that's wrong per se. But a pride Prideful person usually tends to take matters into their own hands when it comes to scripture and making decisions and how they handle life and how they treat people at work or at school or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so it ultimately does impact so very much in their lives and it will ultimately impact you as their significant other if you don't take notice of it very early on in the beginning and ask yourself, are they teachable? Are they humble? Do people around them feel like they can speak into their lives and Mm -hmm. pour into them from a spiritual aspect and in any aspect, really? Financially, are they able to take advice on things or are they kind of standoffish and just like, hey, I'll handle it myself? Definitely a big one for guys, I feel like. I mean, girls can definitely be prideful too, don't get me wrong, but cocky guys are not something that you want to be around, that you want to be in a relationship with. It's just not fun. Trust me on that one. And I think any girl who gets into a relationship with a cocky or prideful guy quickly realizes that that's not something they want to do for the rest of their lives, but it's hard to get out of that relationship once you have started down that road. So mm-hmm. definitely a question that you want to ask early on. And First Peter 5, 5 addresses that. It says, likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Great verse for that one. Yeah, I mean, a little word of advice to the guys 
Most girls do not find arrogance attractive. Yeah. I sure. most certainly don't. I don't think I could stand to go on more than like two dates with mm-hmm. someone who is super arrogant. Like we want to see you be proud of uh, your work or right. your accomplishments, but that shouldn't be everything that your value is based mm-hmm. on and it shouldn't be the only thing that you talk about. We want to be proud of you. We want you to be proud of yourself, but arrogance is very different, I think, from being proud of the things that mm-hmm. you have done. Mm-hmm. And I think that arrogance just makes you seem extremely higher than now mm-hmm. and better than everyone else and different things like that. And girls don't like that. So just just so you know. Yeah. And confidence and arrogance are two very different yes. things. Like confidence, we admire that. We want to yeah. see you, just like Maddie said, we that, want to see you be proud of something. That's a better way to put it. Yeah. I just thought of that, you know, and I think that that's something girls should have too. Mm-hmm. If you are prideful, a guy is not going to look up to that. He's not going to be like, hey, that's something that I really admire in her and I respect in her because that will ruin your relationship. I mean, that's exactly how Eve was. She was prideful. She was arrogant. She wasn't confident in who God made her and her role in that whole situation. So, just a note to the ladies, same for you, um, but same for guys too. Confidence Mm -hmm. is key. Arrogance is not something that you want to mess around with. No. Okay. So, the next and final question is, do they fight against sin and believe in accountability? Mm -hmm. This is something that I think is super duper important in a relationship. Accountability is key because we all mess up, we all make mistakes, and it's very difficult to stay away from sin, stay away from temptation, different things like that. So, you want to find someone who you look up to as Mm -hmm. the guy or girl and you want your significant other to find someone who they look up to and hopefully who you would also look up to as you get to know them and they should have access to all areas of your relationship for the most part. You should feel like you can be completely open with them. Even if this is someone like your parents, like we completely trust our parents and they would probably find out what we're doing anyway, even if we didn't tell them. (laughs) So, uh, you know, that's how parents are. But for us, you know, we really trust our parents. Hopefully he would really trust his parents Mm -hmm. or it could be a pastor, a mentor who you really look up to, who you know is trustworthy and who is going to tell you if they think that you are doing something that could lead to sin, that is sinful, that you didn't really think about, didn't Mm -hmm. really think it was sinful. You want someone who will be honest with you about different things like that. You don't want someone who is your accountability partner, but who doesn't actually keep you accountable. Right. So, you need to find someone who is bold in that, but then you also need to make them feel like they can correct you on different things or Mm -hmm. encourage you in certain things. Because I think that sometimes we can all get intimidated by, I don't want to make her mad. I don't want to make him mad. I don't want to make them feel like they're doing everything wrong, but they should probably change this before they get into a difficult position, situation. Mm -hmm. So, accountability is something that's super duper important and something that I think relationships strive on, honestly, Mm -hmm. because I think that if you don't have accountability and you're just guessing all the time and you don't have someone to kind of talk about different things with, it can get very difficult and very stressful. Mm -hmm. So, I think that if you have an accountability partner who is going to make sure that you are sticking to your priorities and you're not doing it all on your own, you're not keeping yourself in line all on your own, it's going to be much easier to avoid sin Mm -hmm. because you're also going to have to fess up about that stuff to your accountability partner. Yeah, and hopefully they would be someone that that's praying for you every mm-hmm. single day. You know, they're keeping you in mind. They're texting you. And I think just like Maddie said, 
I believe that's what makes all the difference in relationships. Because if you're just, oh, whatever, we're going to go on a date here. We're going to do this. We're Mm going to, you know, then you don't have any foundation that you both can come back to and be like, no, this is what is right. And we're going to stick to this because we not only want to respect each other and make sure that we are obeying uh, what we have set in place long before, hopefully, we even got into a relationship, but yeah. we also want to honor Christ. And he calls us to be pure, just like we were talking about in the in part one of this. He calls us to strive for righteousness. And you can't do that if you don't have somebody who's checking in and saying, are you coming back to that? Because it's so easy to be distracted. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything in life, not just relationships, but anything in life can distract us from what God has for us. And that's the enemy trying to get in and mess it all up and, and make it miserable. And so you've got to protect against that. And you've got to say, no, we're not, we're not letting the enemy in this. We're going to protect our relationship mm-hmm. and we're going to make sure that we're staying pure and holy before the Lord and before each other because we know that the Lord rewards that. We know that he blesses obedience. And I think that that's key to keep in mind in relationships is that God really does bless obedience. Mm -hmm. And even though it might be hard sometimes to make sure that you're checking in with that accountability partner or to make sure that you're being completely honest and that they can trust you and that they can ask the hard questions when they feel like they need to or want to, and you know they're doing it from love, right? You know that they're praying for you, then that that truly does make all the difference. And if they truly care about you, they're going to ask those hard questions. They're not just going to let you get away with whatever you want to do because they know that you asked them to do a job and that they're going to do their job. And they want to make sure that you're honoring Christ because they love you and because they want to see you do well and be blessed and not just because, oh, we want to be super strict or whatever. Mm -hmm. So sometimes that may not be parents, that may not be best friends or whatever. It may be a pastor. It may be a mentor that you guys had before you got into a relationship. Hopefully it's somebody that really does know you and respects you and loves you Mm -hmm. and will tell you the truth. Yeah, and I think that I would encourage you, like, Jesus is supposed to be your very first accountability partner. Yes, for sure. You shouldn't be, which, I mean, Lily touched on this a little bit, but you shouldn't be staying away from sin just Mm -hmm. because you're going to get in trouble with your accountability partner. It should first and foremost be that you want to honor God and you want to glorify him through Mm -hmm. your relationship. You want to set a good example for other people your age or for younger generations. Mm -hmm. I know that like when Lily and I were younger, we looked at the teenage girls who are in relationships and we noticed when there were girls who were in, you know, six different relationships in a year, but we also noticed the girls who stuck with one relationship and really seemed to glorify God Mm -hmm. through their relationship. So people notice that. And I think that if you're striving to to first please Jesus, then everything else is going to work out. And, you know, I'm not saying that you're not going to have a difficult time Mm -hmm. staying away from sin, but it's going to be much, much easier if your goal is to glorify Jesus and to strive for his blessing over Mm -hmm. your relationship and not uh, a man-made blessing Mm -hmm. and not your own morals necessarily. Mm -hmm. It should be because, you know, the Lord has said this and we want to please him. Our goal should always be to seek first the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I've always loved Matthew six thirty three because it says, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. And so if that is our first priority, if our first priority is to seek the Lord and to seek first his kingdom, 
then everything else falls into place. Mm -hmm. You know, he will add those things to you if you are striving to obey him. And it's not saying, oh, you'll get a new car, you'll get a new house, or, you know, you'll make this much money, or you'll get the job promotion, or whatever it is. But all these things will be added to you. I think he means spiritual blessing. I think, and I'm not preaching some prosperity gospel here. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that it's an automatic blessing. But I think seeking first the kingdom is the blessing. I think that that is it. That's where it's at. I think that that's where the Lord shows himself to us. I think that that's where he blesses us with things like unity and where he shows himself to be faithful and good to us. I truly do believe that he blesses the relationships that seek him first and not just their own desires or their own relationship or what they want to do. And I think that God really does admire that, especially mm-hmm. in young people today, because that's not done today. Young people do not and seek it's not first easy him. No. at all. It's going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. We don't want to make it seem like it's going to be, you know, sunshine and rainbows because yeah. it's not going to be mm-hmm. in any area of your life, not just relationships but if you try and seek first the kingdom that goes completely against Mm -hmm. our society and the culture that we're living in that is not something that we are encouraged to do by the world so you're going to experience difficulty Mm -hmm. trying to do that because they want to do everything they can to help you stray away from that Mm -hmm. so we hope that this episode encouraged you that you enjoyed it we know that you guys usually like our relationship episodes like we said last week so we decided to Add a couple more to the collection, <laughs> and we hope that this encouraged you, got you thinking. I would encourage you to examine your priorities. We always say this when mm-hmm. we talk about relationships, but that is super duper important. Priorities are key. You want to have those set in place before you enter relationships, yeah. or you're going to be very confused and much more likely to fall into different things that you wouldn't want to. We're going to wrap this episode up in prayer, so please pray with us. Lord, I just thank you for this day and for this episode and for the chance to just sit down and record this and talk with everyone about relationships. We thank you that you will guide us in this area of our lives if we just seek first the kingdom. I pray that you would help all of us to do that in our relationships, in our friendships, and uh, just in every single area of our lives, that we would seek first the kingdom, that we would seek first the things that you want us to do, that we wouldn't strive to find praise from man, from our family, from our significant other, but that we would strive to glorify you through everything that we do, and especially in our relationships. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys, I have two challenges for you guys this week. Number one, I want you to send this episode as well as part one to this series to a friend that needs to be encouraged with this stuff as well, who needs to hear it. Maybe they aren't even in a relationship yet. They're single as a Pringle, as we like to say, Mm -hmm. because that's what we are, guys. And Or maybe they're in a relationship. Maybe they just got engaged or even are married and are trying to pour into younger couples. So I want to encourage you to send it to a friend. And then number two, I want you to download this episode. You can do that on any platform that you're listening on. Doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. I know that some people are like, okay, but you said that we can only comment on this platform or whatever. Downloading, you can do on any platform. That just means that you can listen anywhere you are. So if you download, you can also support our ministry in that way. The more downloads we have, the more our podcast is recommended on other platforms Mm -hmm. to other people. So that is a great encouragement to us. We see all of those downloads and all of those listens 
lessons, which means so much to us, and we appreciate it very much. So, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, and hopefully part one, too. If you mm-hmm. listened to this one before part one, go back and listen to that one. I know that it was a great conversation, and we enjoyed recording it. We will talk to you guys next Monday. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.